where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome in. It's Balloon Party 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Standing across from me is Action Jackson. And I think Matt Rocchio is going to do the hour with us because he's still in here. And we... uh we want to outweigh the Ledoux influence. We're gonna have two uh, Southsiders. It looks like he's leaving. <laughs> yep, it looks yep. like he's leaving. He, 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 he no doesn't part want of this. the stench of middays on his morning drive ass. <laughs> so he's leaving. Uh, this is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. It's a program that solicits your involvement, and uh, really we focus on your compliments and what we read. Six five seven eight zero Air Comfort Service text line or. 101 ES app to leave your mic drops. A lot of Cardinal baseball, college football, and uh, whoever knows, whatever else. Uh, discussion here for our one hour of nonsense, and then uh, BK and Ferrario will come in. Uh, Jackson, you are the most eligible bachelor in St. Louis. Uh, many in the audience live vicariously through you with your social outings, your exclusive and elite social outings. Uh, what did uh, what did those feature as you uh, prowled around St. Louis on Friday evening and Saturday evening and inevitably uh, went brunching yesterday? Uh, there was no brunching yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, Saturday was really late. I, I was babysitting for my nieces, so there was really nothing, yeah, nothing going on. And Friday I played golf till the wee hours of the night. So. Was that a bogey club? Uh, well, you start at log cabin, oh, and, and then, then you bogey. make the turn to bogey, and then tried to get in like a real quick nine at STLCC, but couldn't get in. Oh, what was wrong? Uh, light time of day, and you know, so we just head to the card room, the men's card room, uh, old fashions, and uh, gin, <laughs> of course, yeah, at the same time. Well, Jackson had a weekend that we all can relate to here. The Cardinals had a wonderful weekend as well. Did I get it on Predictionary that I took the Cardinals in the best of three? Isn't that on Predictionary? So. Yeah, let me take well, a look. Can we? I'll take a look. These are me. <laughs> it's. I don't have it printed out in front of me, Tim, but I will get it up here in just a moment. You did put something into Predictionary. I'm just not positive what it was. Oh uh, no, you had the Cardinals Sunday night money line, and that hits. Oh, okay. Well, either way. So what is my record on Predictionary? It is now... I do kind of, I have to tell you, I kind of care about this. I think it's 11-6. and 11-6. and six is... I thought it was better than that. I thought it was like at 67% beforehand. Might have been, might be 11 and 5. All right. Well, either way. While while Jackson gets his notes together. There's a couple that are still out there. uh, The Cardinals take two of three from a very good Atlanta Braves team. And I'm curious, for those of you who who watched a a good amount of the games this weekend, that atmosphere at Bush Stadium was a playoff atmosphere. And I feel like that's the third time I've said that here in the last few weeks. Certainly the Yankees series was. I think the Yankees series would, even if both teams weren't doing what both teams are doing, although the Yankees now are back to not scoring runs and people being mad in New York because they uh, 
barely scored against the dreadful A's in their dreadful ballpark on Saturday and Sunday. But the Cardinals and Braves truly could play each other in the postseason. And those were, uh, on Saturday and Sunday nights, damn good baseball games. Yeah. Damn good baseball games. Saturday, the ninth inning for Saturday was just like... It was it was great fun, but it was also like ooh, Kenley Jansen's imploding. You real could quick. tell, and I don't know who I was. Was it my wife? Maybe she needs to join us on the program because <laughs> be somebody kept saying to me, "But I'm so hopped up on pills going to bed that I don't remember <laughs> what the hell's going on." But I could have sworn somebody was saying to me, "Maybe I'm just talking to the pillow." <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. But somebody was saying, "I can't believe they left him in," or "I can't believe they're leaving him in," and that just doesn't seem like an observation. That, that that she would be making, you know. I mean, listen, right. she she monitors closer roles just as much as anybody. But I just, who the hell would I have been with? I mean, I was going to it's a, again. This is this is the life of the forty five year old married father of two. While you're out brunching and right. going to the men's card room, mm-hmm. I'm going to bed right after the Cardinals have a comeback win. But yeah, I was watching with her. I ha- I know I was because I turned to her and I go, God, I think the Cardinals are going to win this game, and they're plus seven hundred. Oh wow. Uh, going into the going into the bottom of the ninth. Oh wow! And I, if I even if I didn't feel that great about it, plus seven hundred is a nice little nice little taste. Yeah. And then I was watching the odds change, and uh, and then even before, while they were losing, they were minus one thirty five. But that's because the bases were loaded. Right. Right. But you just had a feeling. I had a feeling they were going to come back, and that's before Jansen ran into his problems. Right. And then last night, even though. That uh, Dansby Swanson home run, that was a gut punch. Yeah, you don't get seriously. a lot of gut punches in the regular season when you have the kind of lead the Cardinals have. And also, I think everybody kind of, including people in Milwaukee, have a sense that this is the Cardinals' division to lose. That uh, I'm like, oh, that one, that one smarts. You know, Wainwright's great effort is not going to be rewarded at the same time. Odorizzi was even better, yeah. but uh, at least for the first five and change. But, uh, man, I'm telling you, you just can't give up. And then the ball Edmund hit. That was crushed 111 miles an hour. I mean, that was off the, off the bat. A Tommy Edmund ball off the bat, for the most part, isn't one where you see the outfielder kind of do the Pedro Guerrero where he just stands there and goes, oh, crap, this thing's right. way over my head. But that was that. It was gone. And uh, now you get into the situation with Tyler O'Neill, and he crushes one. Crushed. Off of uh, Minter, and uh, the Cardinals get the uh, the win and take two of three from the Braves. More importantly, I get the win for Predictionary, and I believe I've bought enough time now for you to give me my official record on Predictionary. These, for the record, are picks that I make that I actually feel strongly about and I want to be held to account for because my basis is... Sports talk radio in its in origin, much less now with podcasts and social media. The focal point is the things that people get right, and then they try to run from the things that they get wrong. So I want to put these out there, and that's why if I'm at 67%, I feel like I'm delivering. So, Jackson, what is my record? 11-5, and five, with two sitting out there. The and two what are my two sitting out there? If Arnado... Doesn't opt out. No, I feel that I think that should be counted as a win. But then Tarasenko also has to get traded. That's that's that might be a problem. And then Tigers over five and a half wins. Missouri Tigers over five and a half wins this season. So that's three things. I no, two. Three the Arenado and Tarasenko thing was parlayed. Oh, I see. Because the odds on Arenado oh, staying is so high. Yeah, that's a problem. God, I think I would have. 
So that's I'm currently at sixty nine percent. Pretty good. That's good ROI. Yeah, I mean, I, and I'm not just taking things where it's like minus two fifty no, or minus no. big big favorites. No, Cardinal money line probably was plus money for Sunday night. Uh, I don't know on that one. I could have seen the Cardinals being slight favorites with a Wainwright start. Yeah, Wainwright start could be the case. But the Braves were the favorite for the weekend series, as we were discussing. They were, yeah. That's a great win. And now you got Clown Show Fest again. Yep. Uh, go to Good. Cincinnati yep. for three. Quick trip to Ohio, back to St. Louis to take on the Cubs. Yep. If they win any less than four, it would be surprising. And yep. the standings are such that the Brewers are, even if they mounted a charge, they are running out of time. That's just the math. The Cardinals and Brewers will play four more times. But other than that, the Cardinals are playing, for the most part, teams that are nothing but below 500, minus the Padres and minus the Dodgers, that one-stretch week in, the, uh, I believe, second-to-last week of September. Yep. And then, like I said, if on the off chance the Brewers catch them, the Cardinals finish the season with three games in St. Louis against the Pirates and then three games in Pittsburgh against the Pirates. Well, Six straight to finish the season. Got some Washington Nationals mixed up in there. There's some attitude in there. Awful. A lot yeah. of lot of our friends from Southern Ohio, Yeah, it's Cincinnati. Favorable. Favorable I mean, last year. Here, here it is. I, you're usually the master of arbitrary uh, probabilities and percentages. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals are currently sitting. 20 games over 500. 20 games over 500. Uh, so my math tells me, Jackson, at 74 and 54, that they have how many games remaining? Mm, I kind of spaced out there for a second, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna venture a guess on this. Well, I mean, that this is this is this is really this is about third grade math, I think. One more they time. Seventy four and fifty. Were you just not paying attention? Yeah. What were you doing? I, I sometimes Katie space highlights? out. I was just I space out sometimes. Seventy four and fifty four. Seventy four and fifty four. You're gonna make me do math on here, and this is gonna go forward. I didn't know that this was like. I didn't know you had the yips on addition. <laughs> I would never do this to you. So that's There's a, an audience gathering around outside to watch you solve a basic math problem. Okay, so that's 128 games played. 74 and 54. So that's 128 games played. So they got to get to so they got to play 34 more baseball games. Mm-hmm. All right, I, can I get a gold star or something? Well, I mean, it, it took up half the segment for you to arrive <laughs> there. Uh, that is correct. And so, with 34 games remaining, ah, uh, they could win. They could win as many as 108 games. 108. Man. Now, I'm not expecting that for the record. So my right. question is: I'll set the over/under at 93 and a half. Mm, so many bad teams up coming up late in the schedule, I'd have to take the over. I think that's right. I think maybe a game or two over. I'm not thinking the only, it's going to be. The, the only reason why I, that, that bet could go wrong, I think, is if indeed they have this comfortable lead on the Brewers and if indeed they can't catch the Mets, Braves. Right, I, exactly. I don't even know if they can catch the Dodgers now for that matter. I mean, they're, right. they're truly 14 games behind the Dodgers. Which is amazing. The Cardinals are twenty games over five hundred, and the Dodgers are fifty games over oh, five hundred. God, eighty-eight and thirty-eight. Fifty games over five hundred. God, could be a ninety-win team by the time the calendar flips to September. Jeez. How do you do? Jeez. Gives you an idea of the force there, and that's a team that's lost a lot of pitching to yeah, this year. Yeah, that that's just the run that they're on, and you you know, since the trade deadline. 
And they, they showed the graphic last night on the ball game. There's only been one team hotter than the Cardinals since uh, the All-Star break. So that has been the heater, and you saw it last night. And the atmosphere at the ballpark is alive as well. Uh, where are you on the Albert Pujols 700 now? An O for weekend. Yeah, I know. And then we set the over-under at a half, yeah. so that was obviously right. Um, well, we knew that the Braves weren't going to really provide much of an opportunity with yeah. Yeah. three right-handed starters. He did get to come in last night, battled, had some pitches that I felt like he thought he had an opportunity to do something with, yeah. and he just missed. And you can tell he's looking for that meatball to Absolutely. send to the stands. He's been raking on. What about the statistic last night on the game that he has 14 hits against left-handed pitching, and I can't recall what the date was. Uh, and seven swings and misses. So twice as many hits against left-handed pitching as he does swings and misses. Talk about seeing the ball well. Uh, I'm going to have to say under 700 at this point. Oh, my God. I, I, I just, I don't know. There's not, we got like a little bit. Oh, like you said, are. 34 games. I don't want to be in a foxhole with you. 34 games left. That's That would be incredible. Just I mean, he'd have to keep. one weekend against one of the best teams, the defending world champions, not a lot of at-bats, and you go from he's going to do it to he's out just like that? Every game, every game that he doesn't hit one, it becomes less and less likely. So three games without doing it, that's my reasoning. All right, fair I, enough. I still, it's not like I'm rooting against it. Sounds like you're rooting against it. That's what the texters, I'm, I'm sure you will think, but I promise you it's that I just, I just logically, if I had to put money down, I don't think you will. Fair enough. But I'm rooting for it. I think he'll get a route. Yeah, well, I mean, I would, I would certainly hope so. Right. But yeah, I mean, hey, he's, still got, some, he's still got some work to do. Yeah, nothing's guaranteed. But I just looked up at the television above you, and Tyler O'Neill is topless running around. This is from a, a walk-off celebration, uh, not last night, unless he's still on the field right now because it's sunny out in downtown and people are still there. I mean, it was, I'm sure it was a wonderful celebration downtown last night. Maybe he's doing like still a be out there. fashion show. For yeah, some reason, he is <laughs> topless. Uh, by the way, before we wrap up our first segment, congratulations to Michelle Smallman. Seriously, yeah. she will be missed. Yeah, she's, she's great. wonderful people. Yep. And uh, congratulations to her as she uh, goes to, uh, I guess, back. Yep. To Bristol. Yep. Congratulations. Uh, saw she's her awesome. in the hallway as we were uh, coming from our uh, HD two uh, abode down the hallway, um, and uh, and. She's great people, and she will be missed. So uh, congratulations to Michelle Smallman. Absolutely. She's incredible, wonderful person. Wish her nothing people. but the best. Yeah. She gave my wife uh, fashion advice for the uh, 101 ESPN uh, party on Thursday night, and Anna Marie was very, very grateful to her for her. Because, uh, you know, I, I, listen, she goes, well, what should I wear? I go, I don't know. I'm always <laughs> going to be wearing the same thing. <laughs> Every time you see me, it can be anything. I'm going to be wearing the same thing. But your wife doesn't like when you go, I don't know. Right. That's not the answer she was looking for. So then I come in here on, uh, what was it, Thursday, and I say to Michelle, I go, hey, you go into the thing tonight. And she goes, yeah, I am. I go, I know this might be weird, but what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a th- yeah, frame that question. Right. right. So uh, she said, oh, you can have a, your wife text me. I'll tell you exactly what I'm wearing. And then she was very, I go, God bless you. That You yeah. have no idea how helpful that was. Uh, extremely and my wife's helpful. like, oh. How kind of her, because that's exactly the information I needed. Super talented on air, great people. Wish her the absolute best, uh, as uh, she announced this morning on Character and Smallman that she is heading to uh, Bristol, going back to Bristol. All right, it is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Get involved on the show. 65780 is how you can text in the Air Comfort Service text line, and you are welcome to leave a mic drop using the 101 ESPN app. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. 
We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. We're on ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you for our one hour. It's called Balloon Party. It's also known as... Tim and Boy? Tim and Boy, Asti and Media, The Little Pill Show. The Little Pill Show. Right. I prefer the latter of them all. Yeah, I think I have to uh, side with that now. I liked Little Piddles before, but when Jamie Rivers (laughs) (laughs) casually bumped into you on Thursday night at this uh, uh, party uh, and uh, said, oh, excuse me, Piddles. (laughs) Yeah, that was humbling for sure. I thought to myself, wow, this is actually stuck. So whichever one of you texted that in way back when, congratulations. Jamie Rivers is now calling uh, Jackson Piddles when he accidentally bumps into him. Uh, Text in 65780 or leave a mic drop here uh, via the 101 ESPN app. Action Jackson with his series of Monday morning questions. Uh, Here we go. How important has the 2022 season been for Albert Pujols' legacy? We discussed before that Albert's fade into his older years was less than graceful with his years in L.A. being plagued by lingering foot ailments and other injuries. We both agreed this was a contributing factor to his quiet retirement tour from a national perspective. However, him returning to St. Louis combined with his post-All-Star game resurgence has launched him back into the national spotlight. How do you think his final year would be received if he played somewhere other than St. Louis? And also, how would it be viewed if he wasn't as effective at the plate and wasn't in the realm of reaching 700? I thought this was a really good question. I tip my cap to you. Thank you. In, you. in In a great deal of sincerity, I don't know how you do this on a regular basis. Just a lot of sitting there and thinking to myself. Yeah. I just don't get it. Sometimes you just start writing, and then the question comes to you. Other times you sit there for an These hour. These are really and have good. They really Thank are. You. I could do like two hour podcasts on them, but instead I'll do like ten minutes here. Right. So we we got a little peek to one of the scenarios you played out in the first few months of the season, and you were talking about the retirement tour being understated. Well, it's because he wasn't doing anything, right? And I also, I mean, this is just mathematical fact. If you are eighteen or below. And don't live in St. Louis, he means nothing to you. Right. And then if you're 18 or below and you do live in St. Louis, the only real way you would really know anything about what he did is probably from your parents or maybe at a super young age. Yeah. You have the recollection of the 2011 World Series. Mm -hmm. That's just that. As, As weird as that math might sound to people who are older. So you have that scenario that we saw play out where it was kind of getting like, oh my, I remember one of your questions was, what are the chances he hits over 220 this year? And right. like, I don't think he's going to. Right. And then you saw the resurgence. I don't think what happened here over the last month or what may happen over the, the final, as we've now determined, 34 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I came up with that. Um, impact his legacy in the, in the, from the standpoint that it was tarnished by the, the run in Los Angeles. I would imagine the legacy's tarnished in Los Angeles, but I don't think it's tarnished around baseball. I think he has a chance to see his legacy grow to a status that it has not been since 2011-ish. I know he had a couple of good years in Anaheim, relatively speaking. I don't know if you would ever compare him to uh, his best St. Louis years. And if he can in a season that, for the most part, 
there are a whole lot of tight division races. Mm-hmm. Just laying it out. So right. Here you go. Here's the math. Yankees up by seven and a half over the Rays. Uh, I don't know how many people recognize the American League Central is competing <laughs> for anything, but the, the Guardians are up by two over the Twins. The Astros are up by 11 and a half. The Mets and Braves are the best you have. Two really good teams that are going back and forth. There's a three-game gap there. Cardinals are up by six, and the Dodgers are up by 19 and a half. Point being... What is going to capture people's attention when football starts up? Right. And uh, if Albert Pujols is sitting at 697 with 10 games left, a lot of people who otherwise wouldn't be paying attention will be paying attention and pulling for him. It is, in that sense, similar to what we saw, what those of us who were around uh, Jackson saw in 1998 with the McGuire-Sosa thing. I don't think Bonds run captured the imaginations of sports fans the way 1998 did Mm -hmm. and so if he can do it i think that puts him in a place where for those who remember the greatness in st louis it is the capstone on the project and for those who have heard about the legacy that will get people thinking robert redford the natural here is this aging ball player in one of his most important at bats coming through yeah and that is essentially what makes this such a fascinating run is because unlike every other baseball situation there is now a race against the clock and the clock being 34 games and seven home runs yeah and i think the catalyst for all of it was that all-star game uh the all-star break in general all-star weekend where you know you had all the players gathered around him, Manny Machado saying, you know, this guy needs to be get more credit, more recognition. And so that might have started getting people, and especially younger people who had more eyes on that game. And then leading into that huge resurgence he's had since the All-Star game has combined to make him like very much relevant to people who might not have ever seen him. Like you said, people under 18, maybe not from St. Louis, go watch or look up his stats from them and be like, wow, this guy was incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't think you get that. You might get that if he had the same kind of resurgence elsewhere, but him returning home to St. Louis, returning where he started with St. Louis is a big part of that. And, of course, this hot streak he's been on certainly makes him a lot more relevant than if he would have just kind of faded into the into the horizon there. I agree with you. Yeah. The fact that people turn on these games and or just see highlights uh, on social media, more likely than actually watching a show, right? Uh, and see packed ballparks in the anticipation that people saw last night. It's like there was a silence when the pitch is thrown with the anticipation, yeah. the electricity in the ballpark when he is at the plate. Yeah. Um, you know the video that I talked about when I was when I when my wife and I took our son to uh, his first game, and we were so lucky that he hit that grand slam on that Thursday afternoon against the Rockies. I've watched it probably a hundred times now. And one of the things that stands out to me is before he hits the ball, there's like a, a silent murmur of anticipation with everybody standing. It's not what you usually see at a ballpark that catches people's eyes in Seattle that catches people's eyes in Miami and Tampa who otherwise wouldn't be paying any attention to a Cardinal game or really may not have all that much affection one way or the other uh, to Albert Pujols. Another thing uh, about it is, uh, do you remember the way Tony Gwynn's 3,000th hit uh, went down? No, I do not. I do not remember. Kind of an unfortunate situation. Uh, it took place in 1999, and the Padres were on the road, so he wasn't going to get it in San Diego. But he almost got it in St. Louis. Right, right. Tim Kirchin talked about this. Yes. With us. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, 
he wound up getting it in Montreal, mm-hmm. which, you know, is like getting a hole in one with no one around. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think the fact that this is becoming such a thing in St. Louis and it's starting to percolate throughout baseball creates, again, it's not to the 1998 level. I wouldn't even say at this moment it's close, but uh, it's got people around the country, at least it's on their radar. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, baseball just doesn't have much of of a race going on minus the Mets and Braves as far as a division goes. And maybe people will really get into this wild card thing, you know, the added wild cards. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, the Cardinals are in the exact same spot as the wild card teams minus they will get to host the team. Barring a comeback, barring that they're able to, to chase down the Mets or Braves. So this is the story that I think would be the lead on non-football nights mm-hmm. on ESPN. Yep. And if he can do it, it adds to his legacy. But I don't think his legacy was really tarnished by the Angels thing. No, no, I don't think so. Well, no. I'm, and I'm not saying it from a, an emotional standpoint. I'm just saying I, because those those first 10 years, 11 years, were so good that the the run was enough and anything on top of it was just you know, gravy. But but from the Angel standpoint, it certainly did. But from people in St. Louis, I don't think that it did. But I do think it shows the greatness that when he needs to, he is able to rise to the occasion. Right. Yeah. And it, it returns him to relevancy to like at a point where you would. I don't think you'd get that anywhere other than St. Louis combined with what he's done. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he were doing this, let's say he hopped on with the Twins. Right. Exactly. And this were going on, it just wouldn't be the same. Wouldn't wouldn't be close to the same. Mm -mm. Uh, I don't recall who it was. Might have been David Schoenfeld of ESPN who goes, I didn't foresee this. I kind of expected it to be like when Griffey went back to Seattle, which I'm sure many people have forgotten. He went back to Seattle Uh for his final year, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. And I kind of thought that that's that's what I thought it was going to be like in St. Louis. And for the first couple of months, that's exactly what it looked like. And then he got hot. Yeah. You know, you're going up against the Braves, number one. Mm-hmm. You're not getting the starts like you had been, uh, and again, understandably so. Uh, and then you also, uh, you know, are dealing with a, a higher tier caliber of, of pitcher. And, you know, here's another little fun fact for you. It's tougher to hit home runs in Bush Stadium. He now gets three in Cincinnati. Yep. I think he gets one there. Wednesday, the throw in the lefty. There you go. Yep, so. And, I, and, you know, they made the observation on the broadcast last night, Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, when the Cardinals had two on and the Braves were bringing in a lefty. Yeah. That you got O'Neill on the bench, but Ali Marmol is cognizant of what this means to baseball and what this means to this fan base. And I, if Albert Pools is so, sitting on 680 and not 693, I wonder what you would have seen there as far as a pinch hitter for Corey Dickerson. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And so you got to be cognizant of it. But, you know, maybe down the stretch, like you said, there could be in a situation where they're kind of in no man's land, can't can't catch the Braves, and most likely the Brewers won't catch up. You might see him get a couple starts against the right-handed pitcher just because Marmol is very aware of what's going on. Guys, I was at the game last night. My six-year-old generally only goes to the game for the food in the play park in center field. He put down my phone and paid attention when Albert was announced and cheered as loud as he could his entire bat. He is six. That is awesome. That is from the 618. I'm 46 and remember the serious Albert from his first tenure, and it's been a joy to watch him having fun playing baseball this year. It's been extremely endearing and will definitely add to his legacy on top of the accolade. 
Thanks. That's from Stepdad Gary. Yep, agree. And kind of what you were saying, like not LA didn't tarnish his legacy. I, like I don't see him coming to St. Louis as like a he's righting a wrong by any means. I just think it's a perfect send off for him to be back where he started and playing this well. You know that it just like you said, it just adds to the legacy. Nothing was taken away. It just adds to it. Somebody just sent in a heart emoji in Jackson. I think it's from one of your secret admirers. Oh, what, what are you gonna say? You know, th- this is normal. This is day to day stuff here. Is Tim. that what you normally get? You, what you get people slide into your DMs? Yeah, DMs. You know, great take on Tigers today. It's like okay, you know, DM me with something interesting, and maybe I'll reply. Uh, Tim, I'm curious if you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if you saw the pregame of the Cardinals game last night on ESPN. That Adam Wainwright mock, uh, mic'd up during his warm-up routine. It was great stuff. That's from the 314. As a matter of fact, I did, and it was something I wanted to talk about, and I'm going to talk about it in the next segment. Can we get that audio? Is that audio yeah, in the system? It, it is. All right, we're going to play that for you. I'm sure many of you saw it, but if you didn't, we'll play it, and then we'll get into uh, that discussion uh, in the next segment. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Strong update. That was really good. Thank you. Thank you for the delicious update. It's Balloon Party 101 ESPN. My name is Tim McKernan, and that is Action Jackson. He is your Sports Center update anchor and uh, also uh, audio player. Uh, last night, Jackson, before the Cardinals and uh, Braves got underway, after the rain delay, they had Adam Wainwright mic'd up. Take a listen at the magic he provided. Well, I had to say one thing to people at home watching today. It would be a two-part answer. One, get a routine so that you can trust that process like I talked about a few minutes ago. Get a routine, something that works for you, something that gets you loose. This one works for me. I've been doing it a long time. But a routine is great as long as it doesn't come, become superstition. If you're out there thinking you've got to do exactly the same thing every time to have success, then that's, that's making you a weaker competitor. They told me right now that I had eight pitches to get loose. I could do that. Because you are what your brain tells you you are. Man, I love what they're doing. First off, Adam Wainwright, again. Yeah. It's like constant compliments, but he deserves them. Right. Uh, and then secondarily, uh, that just makes it, – it's content that you want to watch. Yeah. If they just showed video of him getting loose without being mic'd up, I'd go, I guess they're still 10 minutes away from the first pitch. You know, I'm going to flip around. But with that, it makes you stop and watch. Yep. And I think it is a window into what could be, should be in baseball's near future to get people to the table. Uh, I don't think, for example, and I know we talked about it last week, Jackson, the Apple broadcast team, well, they wanted to get younger people to watch. It's such a misguided, yeah. hackneyed you know, board meeting by people who are totally out of the touch going, yeah, if we do something goofy with a three-person booth, maybe young people will watch. All right, let's go get lunch. With this, that's the kind of stuff that I think people, whether you're a teenager or you're in your 70s, you get that, but it, but it, but it has to be the right person. Exactly. That's the key. Yep. That's the key. It's like the Manning cast. The Manning cast works not because it's an alternative broadcast. It works because the personalities of Peyton, 
uh, and Eli Manning. Uh, Adam Wainwright being mic'd up before the game works because it's Adam Wainwright. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I was at family dinner last night. The entire family was there, and we saw Wayno, and they're like, oh, my God, he's mic'd up. And, like, my dad's like, how are we going to sit? Because we were eating, and he was like, how, we, how can we watch this? Like, well, I hope they put this up. I mean, everyone stopped in their tracks when they saw Adam Wainwright was mic'd up for the warm-up, and they have the full, I think it's 15 minutes, on YouTube that you can watch it. And, like, I could watch that for half an yeah. hour. Like, he's so good. And you can tell he's, like, not, like, you know, post-game win or it's a little more fun. Like, he's pretty locked in, but still giving just great information. He had a great line where he's like, I hope all the other pitches aren't laughing at me because I'm grunting throwing 88. <laughs> but it was just outstanding. And then he walks on the field. He's like, I'm going to have to let you guys go, but I hope you have a great one. He's, he's, he's a special, special talent that, you know, comes – Every once in a while, because he's so great, but also such a great ambassador for not only the Cardinals but the game of baseball. I move. I, I just the thing is with it. I don't know what his appetite for a full-on broadcast schedule is. Right. But if he wants to do it, I will now put even more money down on the topic that we were discussing on uh, Friday last week. I think it was Friday uh, that he could wind up in the Hall of Fame because of being not only a great baseball player, but because he could wind up being synonymous with the game of baseball as a broadcaster. It would be good for the game of baseball if Adam Wainwright gets into broadcasting. And as much as I would enjoy having him on involved in the the Bally Sports Midwest telecast, um, which is not a shot at Edmonds or BT or anything along those lines, whether it be studio or he does it from Georgia at his home and chimes in on the postgame, I'm talking about if he were to be on, whether it be Fox or ESPN or MLB Network, that I think he's that good. Yeah, he is. And, um, you know, he has the he has the resume. He has a resume that without injury would have been even better. It's not like he was dealt with a lot of injuries, but the 2011 season when they won the World Series, he wasn't a part of it. Uh, but he has uh, the charisma, the knowledge, the personality. And then they play a song from him. Yeah. Uh, and I have to say, this is not Jackson's fault. I was going to play some of it, but I uh, haven't been able to find it anywhere. Yeah. I, I, I don't know I if this is like a music rights thing or something like that. I don't know about that. I, I have no idea. I just but the song I he's singing, he's written his own song. I know. He, he's a songwriter. Yeah, he's incredible. Uh, and then he sounds good singing it. This guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's uber talented. And, you know, just watching him last night, like I said, like it felt like the earth stood still. Everyone was just like watching. Right. And it's not like he's doing anything. You know, it's not like he's painting or anything. He's just throwing the baseball, warming up. But people are locked in because you know he's going to provide some great insight, some humor, and just a peek behind the curtain. You know, kind of the NFL has become so popular with their mic'd up thing. Mm -hmm. So if baseball can even just get a a percentage of that and doing it with guys like Wainwright is the perfect move because not only is he a great competitor, but he's he's so articulate and he's great at vocalizing his thoughts and uh, definitely a fantastic ambassador of the game of baseball 11 years ago if you would have told me uh, albert pools would be mic'd up for an interview in the fifth inning i would have gone no i'll just keep building legos with my son which is exactly what i was doing at the time when he popped in but uh when i saw i think Derek Gould tweeted out that he was going to be mic'd up in the fifth inning so to my son, I said, we got to take a little break here because I want to watch this because his personality right. is coming out here in this final run. And that was a fun interview as well. So that's the kind of stuff 
that works and brings people to the table to watch games, not, you know, gimmicky announcing teams. You right. know, that's exactly. that's what works. Uh, one final segment here of Balloon Party before BK and Ferrario take over. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you on the program. This is 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Well, Jackson is here to issue an apology to the audience, and uh, I think it's overdue, candidly. Uh, I asked Jackson for the audio of Adam Wainwright and the song they played last night during Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, Jackson told me it was uh, nowhere to be found, and then uh, just a barrage of texts into the Air Comfort Service text line uh, saying, Randy and Michelle played it this morning. And uh, Jackson, uh, this is your opportunity to apologize to the audience. The floor is yours. Well, Tim, uh, when I said what I said, I wanted a tweet from maybe MLB, maybe ESPN, maybe the Cardinals themselves, of the clear, pristine audio that went out over the broadcast. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. all I could find was people recording it from their TV, which, while valuable, isn't the quality audio we want to put on the airwaves. But I have it, and so I will. uh, I guess we'll play it. So you hold on just real quick. It seems like you're taking a shot at Randy and Michelle and especially Matt Rocchio. Not in the slightest, because maybe they... uh, For playing it. I want it to be very clear. It's a very good chance that I am just not simply not good at my job, and so they found it at a reputable place, and I didn't. But this is what I got, and this is what we're going to give you. Where where, did you get it from? You recorded... Were you caught up last night watching it and recorded it on your phone or something? This is just from Twitter. Like, this is... (laughs) is, You know, it's not necessarily... let's take a listen. There was. I don't understand. That was it. That was that was the audio. That was like fifteen seconds. Twenty five. That's what we got. That's what I found. Send your hate in. Rocky Olerkian. Yeah. Let's see if he's available for a for comment. Quick, quick deposition, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen from South St. Louis, St. Gabriel's, Matthew, J. Rockio. Ryder couldn't find him. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Boy, I would have loved to. I was actually going to te- text Rock this morning and, and see if I could get it, if I if he found it. But then, of course, I didn't do that because, again, not good at my job. Not to pile on, but the Cardinal <laughs> Facebook has it posted. Oh, do they? Randy and Michelle definitely had the real version. Right. That's right. Mm. Okay. Their audio sounded phenomenally better. Good job, AJ. You got it. That was riveting. <laughs> The three, I was about to say, honestly, dead serious in my mind. Here is what I was thinking. Uh-huh. Now, I knew this would happen as far as the air comfort service yeah, tax yeah, line. Yeah. I knew that. But I was thinking to myself internally, Randy and Michelle have a certain standard that candidly we can't reach. No. And I think everybody involved in the show, listeners, management, producers, everybody. Everybody in St. Louis actually is aware of that. So let's acknowledge what's really going on here. So in my mind, I was thinking, kind of surprised Randy and Michelle would go with that. That's what I was thinking. As it turns out, they didn't go with that. Right. Well, Tim, you win some, you lose some. And I certainly took an L there. (laughs) 
Piddles is confirmed not good at his job. It's from the 314. Yeah, you're not breaking news You know there. you will have made it when Jamie Rivers says, and he bumps into you and knocks you over and says, excuse me, Jackson. He didn't knock me over. I'm not that fragile. Or <laughs> <laughs> a simple bump from a guy who's like the same height as me wouldn't would knock me over. But he certainly bumped me and then said, excuse me, Piddles, which, I like I said, humbling. Right. I feel like it's the opening of like a 1980s movie with William Zabka. Billy. And 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 right now, you know, you're Ralph Macchio and you just moved from Jersey, I think, to uh, Reseda, if memory serves, mm-hmm. in uh, 1984's Best Picture, Karate Kid. And, uh, and, and at some point, Pat Morita is going to come and take you under his wing. And at the very end, just like William Zabka said to Ralph Macchio... Congratulations, LaRusso. That's going to happen when Jamie Rivers no longer calls you piddles and when you play the actual proper audio as opposed to whatever you just pirated here and played on 101 that was clearly recorded from somebody's television underwater. (laughs) Well, we all know how Karate Kid ends, so I I see this as a massive victory for me. Just got to give it some time. Three minutes. (laughs) Just got to give it some time. Well, I hope you enjoyed that recording of Adam Wainwright's song that is available, and we'd like to direct you to the Cardinal Facebook page where it is. There's a bunch of places apparently where you can find it. I couldn't find it. Uh, Tim, does this make you Mr. Miyagi? Yes, that's from the 573. Uh, yeah, me and Pat Morita, I think, height-wise, are right. We yeah, can look each other in the yeah. eye, at least his hologram. Yeah. Uh, celebrity boxing match of Jamie Rivers versus Jackson. I have no interest in any celebrity <laughs> boxing matches. You will not catch me in the squared circle. Wax on, piddles. Wax off. Yeah, I've seen the film. Good or bad? Good. Really? Oh, I would yeah. think that you would frown on that. No, cry kid. I mean, it's a classic. You kind of it gets it gets in a sense like grandfathered in because it's a classic. Do you Ghost feel Buster. like Sato was overlooked as best supporting actor in Karate Kid Part Two? I do. Yeah, I think Machio's been overlooked his whole career. Good for so. you. I actually watched Cobra Kai on Netflix. It's pretty good. There is next to the amount of losses that I take playing daily fantasy. There is no greater disappointment. Uh, from my wife than when she sees me down in the basement by myself watching Cobra Kai, like binging it. Just like, oh, God. Live your truth, Tim. Oh, my goodness. All right, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this uh, award-winning presentation. BK and Ferrario up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.